Thank you, Jesus. What an awesome day it is today. Super Bowl Sunday, but even better than that, we are in the house of God and everything is good because God is good all the time and all the time. Come on, somebody. Give him a praise today. Give him a praise today. Whoo! It's going to be fun today. First off, my name is Reverend Devin. And I am not the official pastor of this church. Pastor Jamin is. So, if you really want to come for the good stuff, come next week too. Today is a day that the Lord has made. And I will be glad in it. Everybody ready for what God's about to do in your life today? Thank you, Jesus. Y'all can go ahead and go back to your seats. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell you what, this entire week, I've probably gotten 12 hours of sleep. With the baby and with me studying, long work hours. Which, by the way, I want to give a shout out to my supervisor who came today. Sam in the back here. Today, my title is called Game Changer. Parentheses, the power of an entrance. Today is the day where we witness an epic showdown between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I know what y'all are saying. I'm not a Chiefs fan. However, I am a fan of my wife, who is a fan of Kansas City. Now, there's a little thing called brownie points. I'm earning them today. And I will be cashing in later. Can I get an amen from all the married men? Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all in for a treat today. <laughs> today is the day where players will make an entrance onto a field full of excitement and passion, ready to change the game. But listen, because there's a deeper truth. We are all called to be game changers. So let's get ready today to make a divine entrance that sets up the stage for God's transformation to happen. Can I get an amen all over this place in impact? Come on. Now, I want to demonstrate something, okay? The power of an entrance. Let's go. Let's kick that off. Uh-huh. Oh. What is that sound? Who knows what this is? Who knows what this is? What? Okay, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 there's a shout. There's a shout, there's an excitement. There's an excitement in here. See, here's, here, here's what I wanna illustrate about this, okay? The way that you enter determines the tone for your entire journey. 
The way you enter is the foundation of how you'll proceed. The way you enter determines the impact that you'll have. Don't underestimate the significance of your entrance. It's the first step towards your destiny. Because the way you enter shapes the outcome of your experience. This is why every Sunday you enter, you come in depressed, you come in angry, you come in defeated, you come in beat down by the enemy. By the way you enter determines the experience that you'll have. And this is why we have to apply Psalms 100 to our experience, which says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his course with praise. Because when you do that, I'm here to tell you today, depression has to go, anxiety has to go, anger has to go, defeated mindsets has to go, frustration has to go in the name of Jesus. And you're going to leave out this place victorious. Woo! And this is why we enter every Sunday going into praise and worship before we even get into the word. We got, all got our issues when we come in. But I don't know about you, but I plan on leaving this place victorious. I plan on leaving this place healed. I plan on leaving this place delivered. I plan on leaving this place free, closer to God. Understand this. It is a mindset, an attitude. Because I am planning on leaving this place victorious. Now, if we look at these football teams, they don't just celebrate at the end when they've won. They celebrate at the beginning. They don't just start on the field, they enter into the field. They already enter in victorious. They don't enter in discouraged like they already lost. They enter in like they've already won. And all together, this determines whether you are a game changer or not. Somebody shout, I am a game changer. Shout, I am a game changer. Whew. See, y'all got to excuse me for getting loud. Because when I get excited, I get loud. And when I get loud, atmospheres have to shift. And when atmospheres shift, devils have to come out. And when devils come out, there is breakthrough. And when there is breakthrough, I am victorious. Come on, somebody give them a 10 second praise today. Shout, I am victorious. I am victorious. Oh my goodness. It hasn't even been like 10 minutes, and I'm already losing my voice. Thank you, Jesus. Let's start with our first text today. I'm going to be in the book of Joshua. We're going to start in chapter 6, 2 through 5. I'll give you five seconds to get there. My throat's getting dry. Joshua 6, 2 through 5. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. 
have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up. Now let's jump to Joshua 8. Then the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go up and attack I. For I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. Now let me stop here for a second. Because Joshua should have never lost that battle. Why did that happen? This is the one and only battle in Joshua's whole campaign that he lost. It wasn't Joshua's fault. Joshua was a man of God. Joshua had adhered to the word of God. But God gave a direction to the nation of Israel and to what happened is, and what happened is one man by the name of Achan slowed the entire process. If we look in verse 17 and 18, it says, The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. And jump to 18, but keep away from the devoted things so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. So, because of one man's selfishness and one man's sinfulness that caused the entire army the entire nation to lose their first and only battle now let me flip this on you what in your life caused you to keep losing the battle what's that one thing you got hidden away in your tents that caused you to lose the battle What's that one thing hitting your family that is causing your entire family to lose the battle? Let's go deeper. What's that one thing in our church? That one thing in the life of the individual that might be stopping the momentum of the entire congregation because you keep trying to hold on to it. God is here to expose every dark alley, every dark corner, and let you finally receive the victory today. Don't be that one person who's enjoying the fruits of the victory of impact by allowing sin to keep entering into your life and cause the entire church to fail. Pastor, you better get me off the stage before I tear it up. I'm going in right now. I need to get off. Why did you ask me to preach? Is there anybody today who's tired of allowing sin to hinder their walk with God, to hinder the momentum forward, to hinder the people that are around them? Why are you still dealing with the same sin since you were 12 years old? Are you ready to be a game changer? Somebody shout, I am a game changer. I am a game changer. Woo! Joshua 10, 7 through 8, moving on. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all the best fighting men. 
the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hands. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. Skip to 12. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, Son, stand still over Gibeon, and you, moon, over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. And I want you to see this. In all three of these battles, we see that God made a grand entrance to ultimately change the circumstances and the battle of itself for Joshua and all the Israelites. This was achieved only by Joshua being in prayer, having faith, and being obedient. Yikes. Obedient. Ain't that a tough word these days. Now, let's get into the main text here. Now, I have four points that are going to help you today, help you to understand the kind of entrance that God wants to have in your life so that ultimately he can bring out the game changer that's in you. Everyone say, number one, divine intervention and transformation. Just as the outcome of the Super Bowl can be influenced by unexpected turns of events, Joshua experienced divine intervention throughout his conquest. In Joshua 6, we witness the miracles, the miraculous entrance of God's presence as the walls of Jericho came down. This event serves as a powerful reminder. Write this down. When God enters our lives, transformation follows. When God enters our lives, transformation follows. The walls of Jericho, towering high and seemingly insurmountable, symbolizes the obstacles and challenges we face in our own lives. Yet just as the Israelites marched in obedience and witnessed the miraculous power of God, we too can experience his transformative presence when we surrender our struggles to him. Whether it's breaking through addiction overcoming financial difficulties, or healing broken relationships. Write this down here. God's entrance brings about a divine shift, turning obstacles into opportunities for his glory. I'm going to say that again. God's entrance brings about a divine shift, turning obstacles into opportunities for his glory. See, this not only exemplifies our obedience, but our faith in experiencing God's miraculous intervention. Despite the unconventional strategies that God gave, because let's be real here, God really sent a marching band to Jericho. Think about it. Joshua is a military man. He's got military strategies. He was already... At the gates, I'm ready, God, whatever you have. I got all these Israelites to take over Jericho. And God said, nay, nay, hold on here. I want to send something else. I want to send a marching band. So picture this. They are marching around Jericho. Uh-huh. Come on, soldiers. Come on up. Yep. 
marching, marching, marching. Okay, but hold on, because I'm a little creative and I have an imagination. I feel like it was more like this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y'all don't know. Marching around. Hey. Yeah. Gonna show who I find for. All coming down. Jericho is coming down. Jericho walls are coming down. Gonna show who I find for. Excellent. <laughs> this is how I see Jericho. This is how I see them walking around. Because you gotta look a little crazy to be marching around Jericho thinking that you can collapse an entire city just by being obedient. By just marching around the walls. How silly did they look from up above as they marched around? I could just imagine what are these guys doing? What are they doing? Thinking that they can overcome us by marching? And then at the end, shouting and blowing trumpets? What is that going to do? I'll tell you what it's going to do. Your shout is about to release something into the atmosphere. Your shout is about to release a breakthrough that you've been praying for your family members, that you've been praying for your spouse, that you've been praying for your, for your friends. That shout. Hey, Jericho walls are coming down. Woo. Now hear this. Joshua and the Israelites followed his instructions faithfully, trusting in his promise of victory. Yeah. This demonstrates that God's ways are often defy, often defy human logic. But his wisdom surpasses all understanding. Because when we align our actions with his will and step out in faith, we position ourselves to witness his miraculous power at work in our lives. Romans 8.28 assures us, and we know that in all things, works together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And as we yield to God's transformative power, he equips us with the gifts and talents needed to impact our world for his kingdom. Just as Joshua was empowered by God to lead the Israelites to victory, God empowers us with spiritual gifts such as leadership, compassion, and wisdom to bring about a positive change in our communities. Romans 12 teaches us that each of us have been given gifts to use for our common good. And when we use them faithfully, we become game changers in the lives of those around us. 
Now, there should come a time, and let me be clear, there should come a time when you walk into a room and change an atmosphere because of who is on your life, because of the kingdom that you represent, because of the power and authority that God has placed on your life. But get this, you can also walk into a room and change it for the worse with your bad attitude and woe is me, worldly having lifestyle living in sin and refusing to be set free from it. God is looking for a generation to rise up and be game changers, change the atmosphere, shift our perspectives, and stop being of this world. Give God a 10-second praise today. Come on. Come on and give God a 10-second praise. Where are my chain breakers at? Where are my generational curse breakers at? Where are my giant slayers at? Where are my game changers at? Give God a shot of praise. Someone say, I am a game changer. I am a game changer. Number two, everyone say, the sovereignty of God's timing. <laughs> Just making sure y'all are with me that you're not sleeping yet. Am I doing okay? Am I, am I right on time right now? Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Pastor, am I good? <laughs> timing is crucial in both football and spiritual warfare. Joshua waited for the opportune moment to strike. Just like football teams carefully time their plays for maximum impact. Sometimes, God's timing may not align with ours. But we must trust that in his timing, it is perfect. That he will lead us to victory in his own time. In Joshua 10, we encounter the extraordinary day when the sun stood still. In response to Joshua's bold request. This miraculous entrance of God's power demonstrates his absolute sovereignty over time and creation. It reminds us that there is nothing too difficult for God, that his timing is always perfect. The sun standing still symbolizes God's ability to suspend the natural order of things to fulfill his purposes. Just as the sun obeyed God's command, so too can the circumstances of our lives be subject to his divine intervention. When we face seemingly impossible situations, we can trust that God is in control and he will act on our behalf at the appointed time. Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The story of the sun standing still serves as a powerful reminder of the significance of prayer and bold faith. Joshua's audacious request for the sun to stand still in the midst of battle reflecting his unwavering confidence in God's power and his willingness to boldly approach the throne of grace. Similarly, when we encounter challenges or crises in our lives, we are called to approach God's throne with boldness. 
believing that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think just as God honored Joshua's faith-filled prayer he delights in responding to the prayers of his people when they are aligned with his will not my will but your will be done recognizing the sovereignty of God's timing empowers us to rest in his faithfulness and provision I will say it again recognizing the sovereignty of God's timing empowers us to rest in his faithfulness and provision even in the midst of uncertainty or delay, just as the Israelites waited for God's signal to move forward in battle, we can trust that God is working behind the scenes, orchestrating events according to his divine plan. Isaiah 40, 31, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. Get ready for appreciating me, I'm sorry. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. When we surrender our timelessness to God and align our lives with his will, we position ourselves to experience the fullness of his blessings and breakthroughs in his perfect timing. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, victory in the face of adversity. Whether facing impenetrable walls or daunting adversaries, God's entrance signifies the assurance of victory for his people. Just as the Israelites triumph over Jericho and over the enemies, God empowers us to overcome every obstacle, challenge in our lives. The story of Jericho teaches us that victory is not achieved through our own strength or our own strategies, but through God's mighty hand working on our behalf. When we encounter obstacles, we can take comfort in knowing that God fights our battles for us. As we surrender to his will and trust in his promises, he leads us from triumph to triumph, from glory to glory. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 proclaims, but thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, who always triumphs. The victory of Jericho serves as a powerful testimony to the faithfulness of God in fulfilling his promises. Before the walls fell, God assured Joshua that he had given Jericho into his hands. This divine declaration of victory instilled confidence in the hearts of the Israelites and fueled their determination to press on in obedience. Likewise, as believers, we have the assurance that God is faithful to his promises. And he will never, never, let me say it again, never fail us. When we face battle in our lives, we can stand firm on the promises of God, knowing that he who promised is faithful. Becoming a game changer with God 
also means embracing victorious living. Just as the Israelites triumphed over their enemies with God's help, we are called to live with confidence, to live with courage and faith in God's promises. Victory in the Christian life is not about achieving personal success or worldly recognition, but about experiencing the abundant life that Jesus had promised. John 10, 10 declares the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. Victorious living requires us to cultivate a mindset of faith and perseverance. Let me say it again for those in the back. Victorious living requires us to cultivate a mindset of faith and perseverance. Trusting God to lead us through every challenge and trial that we will face. Like Joshua, who commanded the son to stand still in battle, we are called to pray bold prayers and step out in faith believing that nothing is impossible for God when we believe when we live with such confidence in God's power and provision we become game changers who inspire others to trust in God and live victorious as well say I am victorious I am a game changer I am called thank you Jesus number four last point I have a call to surrender and faith. As we reflect on the miraculous entrances of God in the book of Joshua, we are invited to respond with surrender and faith. Just as Joshua and the Israelites obeyed God's commands and witnessed his miracles, we are called to trust his promises and step out in faith. The stories of Jericho and the sun standing still remind us that God honors bold prayers. God honors obedient faith. When we face challenges or uncertainties, we are called to surrender our fears and doubts to God and trust in his divine plan. Hebrews 11.1 1 reminds us, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. When we place our faith in God, we position ourselves to experience his miraculous power and provision in our lives. The call to surrender in faith is not just a one-time decision, but a daily commitment to trust God's leading and his provision. Just as the Israelites had to march around Jericho for seven days and Joshua had to command the sun to stand still, we may face ongoing challenges that require persistent faith and persistent obedience. Yet as we remain steadfast in our trust and our reliance on God, he promises to guide us. He promises to strengthen us. He promises to lead us into victory. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 encourages us. Trust in the Lord with all your hearts. Lean not on your own understanding. And in all your ways, submit to him. And he will make your paths straight. 
Surrendering to faith, surrendering to faith involves a willingness to let go of our own agendas and desires and submit ourselves completely to God's will. Completely to God's will. Just as Jesus prayed on the garden of Gethsemane, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. We too must surrender our will to God's perfect plan for our lives. When we surrender to faith, in this way we open ourselves up to a transformative power of God's spirit working within us, enabling us to become game changers who impact the world for his kingdom. The oxymoron in Christianity that we win after all this might feel upside down to us because we think that the only way that we can win is to keep going. Don't give up, keep trying. But scripture will show us time and time again, the only way we actually have victory is to surrender. The only way, the only way we have victory is to surrender. We see this in Moses before he can even face Pharaoh and lead the Israelites. He has to come into a place of surrender before the Almighty. He says, this is holy ground. Take off your sandals. And the same thing happened with Joshua right before he leads the army to Jericho. He runs into the commander of the Lord's army and ultimately questions commander, the commander to which he says, neither. I'm not here for you, but the Lord. My job is to see the will of the Father be done. Joshua picks up on this job. To see your will be done, I have to surrender. To see your will be done, I have to surrender. And this is why every subsequent victory that the nation received was in the surrender. Which is also why and the reason they lost their one and only battle because of who didn't surrender. This is why Jesus, before he goes to the cross, he says, not my will, but yours be done. If this message resonates with you, I want everybody to stand to the feet and I want you to run to this altar. Don't walk, run. If you are ready for God to enter into your life, to become a full, full out game changer today, I want you to run to this altar. Don't walk, don't walk, run. Run, get up here, get up here. I want everybody in this place today who's ready, who's ready to leave this sinful life behind, who's ready to leave this worldly life behind, Today is the day to become a game changer. Today is your day to ultimately say, God, not my will, but your will be done.